Welcome to episode 54 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I cover chapters 53 through 58 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And in this episode, we are finally getting our first look into the giant's village. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We are on to episode 54. I don't know how, I, I honestly, it's it's like I don't re- remember recording 54 episodes. No, it, and then I'm like, oh my God, it's taking ages. And then I realize I'm like, no, we've done three books. Yeah, yeah, we're, we are actually making pretty good pace. Um, guys, we're gonna mm-hmm. be covering chapters 53 through 58 of Covet, and we're we're already a good, what, third of the way through it. So we'll be getting yeah. to court in no time at all. Um, for everybody Blazing who's- through it. Yes. For everybody who's new here, make sure that you check out our Facebook group. That is Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room. Come join that. Hang out with us. Chitty chat. Uh, share theories and, and discuss the chapters. Um, yeah, I, I, we don't really have any announcements today. So, Amber, do you want to let our first timers know what special sound they should listen out for in the event that they don't want anything spoiled for them? Yes. So, of course, like every other week, and you'll be able to listen back through all of the episodes, should you wish, and the format's going to be pretty much the same, is that about halfway through, a noise will sound, and it sounds just like this. Woo! There's, of course, the wolf howl, and that signifies that everything before that noise was spoiler-free. Based on the chapters that we've read today, uh, we will be talking about each chapter and what happens. And then after the howl, we will go a bit more in depth for like spoilers, things that will come up, red herrings, questions for the future. Mostly court um, stuff. Yeah. Today. Um, we probably won't have many cherished spoilers still once we've got to court. I don't think. No, because but. we're going to be very, very slow reading. Yeah. We're busy. <laughs> I, I have, I do, ha- and I do have some theories for Cherish. Um, but obviously that, it, you guys have a while. So I know that some of you don't even have access to court yet, but it will mm-hmm. be a while. Um, but yeah, so last we left off, our little crew had just made it to the Giants Village. And they are trying to get into the gate um, one of my favorite things that Grace says is she's standing with Flint and pointing at a building that's super like ornate and crazy looking. And she's like, wow, it's so beautiful. And Flint's like, I think it looks kind of plain. She's like, what? You're crazy. He's like, no, it looks kind of plain. It doesn't look that great. And then she realizes he's looking at a completely different building that is kind of plain because (laughs) he can't see the ornate looking building. And my favorite line is she goes, oh my God, I know what's going on here. You can't see it. Like, oh, Grace, Miss Little Miss points out the obvious a lot. (laughs) Yeah, she seems to be very slow on the uptake, but then seems to explain it. You're not explaining a joke, but like in a completely unfunny way. And you're just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. She does that a lot in this uh in this set of chapters in particular. Like not that not that I don't, you know, do the same thing. To because- be fair, it is YA, so maybe it's not obvious to the younger versions of our readers. I don't know. But to us it's very obvious. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that Flint saying, I can't see it. And then her saying, you can't see it. I know what's going on here. Like, uh, yes, Grace. And your your note kind of, uh, <laughs> it, it, Grace is in a mood. She's in a bit of a mood in this one, I think. Yeah, she, she seems to be, I think, Maybe felt a little bit cock-blocked with the idea that she was having a really, really nice time with Hudson and it's super, super romantic. And then all of a sudden things happen and it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. I was hoping that 
this time was going to continue. Um, but also, I seem to be very aware of the fact that, like, she seems to be realizing that she's the like odd one out in the group and she keeps on trying to like shoehorn in like oh yeah this must be just like this from back when i was a human yeah <laughs> and everybody's just there, like what nobody reacted to it as well what she said she said that the the giant magical village is exactly like you see santa cruz like no and everybody in the group just was like mm. oh and then- <laughs> ignored her. Nobody said a word. Yeah. Nope. Oh, well. I just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I, I'm like, I don't even know what UC Santa Cruz is, but I'm pretty sure it's nothing like Magical Giant Village. Um, um, it's like University of Santa Cruz, isn't it? But she's saying, like, they've got, like, this optical illusion where you can only see certain parts of the campus at a certain time based on where the redwoods are. And I'm like, but you see Santa Cruz doesn't have magic. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's it's, it's a specific layout. Like, there's, you know, where you're supposed to not interrupt the natural environment with man-made structures. Therefore, they make sure that everything is like spread out or you know hidden behind trees in ways that it doesn't break up the landscape however that's not that's not magic that's just good placement <laughs> yeah like these these giant people i'm pretty sure their buildings are 10 times bigger than uc santa cruz's buildings yeah and I have a hard time. I don't know about you, but for some reason, like my brain is not able to put together and fathom how big everything is. Like I'm, a- I'm imagining everything big, but then there are scenes that make me believe that things aren't as big. Like for example, they're saying that everything towers over them, but then when Hudson and Grace are at the, you know, looking at the jewelry, the counters aren't like towering over them. They're looking straight into them, like a normal jewelry counter. So, I I genuinely don't think that it is just an optical illusion. I think it's like, um, like is it thirteen or tw- is it twelve? Grim old place in Harry Potter, where you only know to look because you know to look. Right. Because the giants aren't doing it to keep the like scenery nice they're doing it to literally stay hidden and unseen because i think there's a there's a conversation that happens later where they're talking about how the giants are genuinely that big that they can't just walk out into normal society everybody else could get away with it because they still look very human. They might be tall and super muscly and able to do things that normal humans wouldn't, but they're not 12 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Grace Grace would have been able to to call them on that if she would have arrived at Katmere and it also had like a bunch of giants. Even with her even with her one giant teacher, apparently she just assumed that he was really tall. Yeah. And um apparently he's he's tiny compared to these giants. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think there's, there's something to be said by like the fact that they they don't really describe the giants in a very modern way either. The way that they're talking is very archaic and like uh, what's the word? Like that. I'm imagining they're very like the king and queen, where the way they speak is just not what normal public would speak. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you get like a little like. You get, like, a little hint of, like, I don't know. Are you picturing them, like, with Irish accents? Scottish no. accents? <laughs> why, like, why are... Green why, giant. Why, why are they adding in the... G- g- all the yees? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think... I didn't think that they were. At the, I, I skipped that entirely. Only at the beginning. Only, only the two at the beginning. Uh, at the guard tower. They're all like, get out with ye. <laughs> like what 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 accent are we are we going for here? I don't know, but like 
the way that Grace then uh, kind of shoves in words that I've never even heard of. I don't even remember the word. Oh, when she's trying to be all like, she's trying <laughs> to be super proper when to try to get in. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, what, what is this? Yeah, trying to convince the guards to that's, let them in. That's not a word. <laughs> I can't even, I, I know what you're talking about. She says some word and she's I like. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, she said that it was like ancient, that it was like an old, you know, super old word. I can't remember, but. And everybody looks at her like, where did that come from? <laughs> I know, Makai gave, gave her the side eye. I'm like, I'm the same. I have no idea which way, where that came from either because. That's not something that a 17-year-old would just know. Right. I mean, I don't. No, I had no idea. She's They're being very courtly. I think that Hudson's the only one who's actually doing a good job, though. Um, oh, yeah, no, he, 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 slides, he slides into the, like, schmoozing. Yeah. Very effortlessly. And then he's being super smooth, like, with Grace at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. He also, he seems to know exactly how to schmooze as well. It's not like a, oh, this isn't working. Okay, deviate, deviate. It's a, he, he hits the nail on the head with the, like, we're the royal subjects that you do not want to say no to. And they're like, okay. Of the indigo court. When, it, we're hearing. In- when does it ever be referred to as that? Yeah, we're, we're hearing about the indigo court for the first time. Mm. Sounds like. Sounds- I don't think they've ever referred it to as the indigo court. Where's what are the other courts? Do we have the Crimson Court? The <gasps> is there a Rainbow Court? The Alabaster Court. <laughs> the Rainbow Court. <laughs> what <are> Rainbow. We- <laughs> it sounds like some merch to me. Yeah. So some- yeah, like so. So Hudson's like being really smooth with them, and he's like, he's got small back touches and a babe in a se- like the same scene. It's crazy. It's really pushing the boat out. Definitely in a relationship now. Aww. Except <laughs> except Grace is still like, oh, he's just trying to get us in. He's just playing it up. Or like, oh, he's just trying to move me out of the way. You know when you're in a club, well, not necessarily in a club, but like anywhere and then a man puts their hands on your hips to move you? Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, the same it's... thing happens if you use my shoulders. Yeah, like don't touch me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Same thing happens if you just say, excuse me, and I'll get right out of your way. Uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, I'm just assuming that, like, him putting his hand on the small of her back is her just thinking, oh, he's just trying to kind of move me out of the way, guide me. <laughs> like, no, he's trying to do that, like, PDA. I think touching is Hudson's love language. She's just not really allowed him to do that yet well yeah it wouldn't be as attractive if he pulled in ohio and said oh let me scoot right patch or past you there <laughs> patch you patch it let me it's <laughs> let me oh let me scooch right past you there <laughs> <laughs> do you say scooch yeah. let me scooch, scooch. past. Me we sc- say scooch but it's um, scooch over so scooch like over. if you oh. if you're trying to sit down and somebody's like they, they've parked in an area where you can't quite fit two bums but you could fit one. You know, like, could you just scooch over a little bit? And then they kind of budge up. Well, next time, add in the ope. Ope, can you scooch over? And they'd look at me as if, did you sneeze? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Same if I asked for a pop. They'd be like, are you okay? You should are just, you nine? You should just start doing it, just to see. <laughs> to see what people do. I do notice that when I'm talking to you, I I change my vocabulary just to just make it easier to just understand both people. I know what soda is. We do still say. We don't call soda. What do you call it? Fizzy drink, soft drink. Oh, well, we do. We'll say we'll say soft drink, fizzy drink. That's too vague. We we don't say any of it. We ask for what we want. So like, if somebody goes, "Oh, do you want a drink?" You just say, "Oh, I'll have a soda." It's like, you want a soda water? Like that's disgusting. Why would you want that? Pop is too much. It's 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 more fun. I'll take a pop. (laughs) I want a pop. pop. Like, oh, do you have a Coke? Or do you have any lemonade? No, we only have Pepsi. Do you have it? It's always Pepsi. (laughs) It is is always Pepsi. It's always Pepsi. It's a poor man's Coke. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, we um, we get the um, the reference that Hudson did read Jack and the Beanstalk. For Grace's sake. 
Yeah. And can you imagine him going in thinking it was going to be a whirlwind adventure story? And then he's like, this is shit. <laughs> oh, but the fact that he did he's it. Like, he took a cow to market and he sold it for beans. <laughs> what is this? Terrible diplomacy. And then he tries to reference it later. Like he, he talks about the beans later. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, he, like he's trying to be, he thinks that he's, you know, pulling something important from Grace's childhood and making jokes about it. And she's just like, it wasn't really that big a deal. I just. It wasn't really big a deal. The only reason that it was important was because your childhood sucked, but I can't say that to you now because yeah. it's too sweet that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the same with, that's, it's, it's the same logic behind her not telling Macy that she hates her pink coat. <laughs> she's just like yeah it's not important enough to have this argument (laughs) yeah so they're talking to the two guards in the guardhouse and i love how grace just assigns them names brown beard and blonde man bun she's just like and blonde man bun does this and brown beard says that and then i realized wait i do the same thing yes when i'm in public i'll be like hey look over there at purple dress and, yep. and green hair and mohawk and apparently everybody's alternative <laughs> in my universe because I'm only <laughs> we also we also start um kind of going down the rabbit hole of having names that only us within the couple understand and then you say it to somebody else who's outside your little bubble and they just go <laughs> who are you talking about like for example our vet his name is Jack but he's Italian, so his name is Giacomo, and I call him guacamole. <laughs> but you can never call him that to his face. Never. <laughs> we, uh, we've got, we have um, a couple of the, like, our, our, for example, we have a Burger King that, Mark likes Burger King, I do not, so. But when we go to Starbucks, I'll get a sandwich there, and then he'll drive over across the street to Burger King to get a sandwich. But there's just this guy who it doesn't it's not like he's overworked and he's in a bad mood because he's overworked there's never anyone there he's just super rude so i just call him grumps i'll be like yeah you ready to go get verbally abused by grumps (laughs) (laughs) uh i love our little nicknames but it just it's just never transferable to anybody else because it has to have a history (laughs) yeah it has to come from somewhere yeah have an origin well mark has found that um if you if you see somebody who looks kind of like like a knockoff celebrity or like you know, as as we say the great value brand celebrity, oh, the we wa- say little. The, well, we 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 just mix the first letter of their first name and the first letter of their last name. So like Mason Jajoa or Mason Jamoa, yeah, Mason Jamoa, um, Rianu Keeves. Uh, <laughs> we've got a, a spoonerism. Is that what it's called? I think it's called spoonerism when you, when you swap the first letters of each thing. It's always funny. You can always make someone laugh if you go if you're like, "Hey, look, it's Rianu Keeves." Because <laughs> there's a restaurant we go to where the the guy looks like Keanu Reeves, so that's Rianu Keeves, but like a discount version. Yeah, he's he 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 looks more. He's like Keanu Reeves and like Jared Leto had a. <laughs> a baby who serves tables at a breakfast restaurant. Um, anyway, he's fallen on hard times. He needs new windows. <laughs> <laughs> he's well. Here's the thing: nobody killed his dog, so he's actually living a pretty good life. I would say, unlike poor. Uh, I mean, the two are not like too far from each other. No one killed my dog today, so therefore I'm living a pretty great life. Yeah. I would say that's a good if life. That's, if, yeah. If that's all you strive for in life, you go, girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so they go and they're watching some big cauldrons be made. Oh, I guess we, we completely skipped them getting through the guard tower. They do, they do get past the guards because um, one of the giants, she is 13. She's the daughter of the... The way that she kind of has like a uh, like a title, so I'm assuming is like the version of the princess because they don't call them king and queen; they call them 
Colossar and... Colossar, yeah, Colossar and something else. So I'm assuming that Kola or whatever they've called her was, like, princess. Yeah. Pardon our, our ignorance. What was her name? I can't even remember. No, I have no idea. We didn't write it down because we never meet her again. <laughs> I know. It's all these little characters that, like... I was really hoping to see her again because she's quite a funny character. Yeah, yeah. But she's she's super enthusiastic and she's just like, oh, you know, screw you, brown beard and blonde man bun. I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take them in anyway. And, you know, they're all representing as like little princes of their courts and Grace as the the well, I mean, she would be the queen of her court. Um and you know, she's immediately Grace is immediately recognized by this little giant village princess but not by the people that are older than her yeah yeah but but they're and and the thing is the i I wish i could remember her name the we'll just say giant princess which almost sounds (laughs) if only if only there was like a like a crave wiki (laughs) yeah we should make it quickly quickly tap yeah phoenix get on it (laughs) (laughs) do it phoenix we believe in you we'll help i know that you uh, you don't have anything on right now (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah no this we're asking She's you to always do, doing things we're asking <laughs> you to do just an astronomical task in your free time no no <laughs> we would never we would never damn you to such a uh a hefty task however i do think that it's something that maybe someday we should we could crowd 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 create yeah crowd create. crowd fund but crowd. it's crowd crowd create yeah yeah that'd be fun it's a new phrase but um she is taking everybody through the giant village, kind of giving them a tour. Um, and she takes everybody to watch these cauldrons be made. And Macy's like, oh, giant cauldrons. They're not giant cauldrons. They're giant cauldrons. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then. Um, one of the blacksmiths that making or that's making one like blows across the cauldron, and all these runes show up on it. And Macy goes, "Are those magical runes?" And I'm like, "No, Macy, those are normal runes. Like those are tea runes. <laughs> like, of course they're magical runes. They just were blown from a giant's breath, and then they magically disappeared." Yeah, it was just, I I loved the bit where they were talking about like the origin of the name of the cauldrons, and they were just like, she was like, so does does this mean that this this cauldron came from this? And it's like, well, actually, it came from this tree made by this person, which is that's so that a means, cool na- naming scheme. Yeah, but then the way that she's like, so that means that blah 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 and blah blah blah, and she's like, <gasps> she starts crying. <laughs> she's very excited. She's just a little bit excited, and Eden's like, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Eden, we're starting to see Eden and Macy, like, get really, really close as of lately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's very it's very sweet to read. But meanwhile, Mackay is still, like, winking at her. So we've got a little bit of a love line. Yeah, it's not a triangle. Love triangles is stupidest name for a thing ever, because... A triangle needs to have three sides, which means, guys, that the two love interests also need to be interested in each other. Oh, and you're and right. And they create like a love circle. Because otherwise it's just like a love arrow. Mm-hmm. Or a love Y. A love, a love V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a much better word. Love uh, I don't think it's as coinable. <laughs> no. Definitely won't get me to pick up a book if I'm <laughs> looking for a love V. I'll think it's a euphemism for a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, um, they are going to be exploring more of the giant village and, mm-hmm. um, Hudson's flirting his way through. Yeah, he's talking. He's, like, he's talking to the lady who's making the the cauldron, um, just trying to kind of figure out like where they can figure out how to get this cuff 
off of the unkillable beast. And thankfully, Hudson has a cuff on, so he's like, yeah, I need to get my... So does everybody else in the group, I think. That's true. That is true. I think that Jackson is the only one who doesn't have one. I don't think Jackson has one. No. Yeah. But then Jackson can only really kind of blimp away, so... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he can um, He can. Float. And um, what makes this scene even funnier in my head is as if the giants are speaking in a foreign language and Hudson's just practicing his, like, high school Spanish. May we stay the night at a local hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Might Do you, you have, have a local to inn? the library? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, asking all of the questions that just, like, normally get taught very, very early on. It's like, um, is there a library nearby? <laughs> Do you know the way to the toilets? <laughs> And then that's even funnier in my head because he's asking, like, um, is there a place for us to stay tonight? And she's like, as if I'd make you stay in a hotel. I'm like, there is a, there is no reason why the giant village would have a hotel. Oh, and how big is the giant village giant hotel? Could you imagine they turn up at that, like, their room and the toilet is giant? Built for giants. Your little butt is just hanging over the edge of the <laughs> Just like a little bit of a perch, <laughs> you can swing and your little legs. And the toilet roll is like a bedsheet. <laughs> you don't you don't realize that until after you've pooped, though, and you look up and you're like, oh, yeah, no. and you can't even reach it. <laughs> you try to Just reach oh, ever so slightly out of reach. <laughs> the visuals, guys. The visuals. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's 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 flirt he's flirting with. Um, giant princess and he's like yeah if, if i can't get this cuff off then i'll never be able to impress this girl that i really like and um the the princess kind of puts two and two together and goes also oh, is this the girl that you're interested in is this your girl and i was like oh he's rectifying his early comment when he was in the group with and he said that they weren't a couple and he's like yes ma'am immediately yeah. To whether Grace was his girl. And I'm like, ah, Hudson, learning. Yeah, except I don't like how he did it, though, because he, he's like, if I don't get this cuff off, I'm not going to stand a chance. And here's the girl right here who will leave me if I don't take off this jewelry. Like, he's, <laughs> it's it's just like, it's like a petty, it would have been a petty reason for, for Grace to leave him. And he brought it up, like, in front of, it's it's just so it felt like a very um it's so, it feels like something that you whisper when the girl isn't right there. I need to get yeah. I need to get this off so that my girl doesn't think, you know, bad of me. But no, he's like <laughs> I need to get this off or else I'm not going to stand a chance. Here's the girl in question right here. Here she is. Yep, she's going to leave if <laughs> I don't get this thing off. It's like after I'm trying to think of like what else like I have this wedding ring and I need it off for my mistress yeah yeah it's stuck on my head i've <laughs> <laughs> put on some weight over the years <laughs> unfortunately it's rather tight to know you have any butter, <laughs> have, butter. They have they tried butter on these cuffs yet i don't think so see i'm just saying like if they take a big bucket of butter up to the unkillable beasts uh lair you know, just like, yeah, just slather him up. Even better, just even butter. You know, even butter. Um, and the thing is, I, I don't know whether it's a spoiler because I don't even remember how they got him out. But I'm pretty sure you don't <laughs> that it would be easier to just go, just just turn into a human again. Sure, that your your manacles will be tiny. Well, I'm assuming that. But did his manacles expand as he grew? I'm assuming that they've that they keep him stuck as a gargoyle. That would be too easy. I'm assuming that they are binding him and keeping him as a gargoyle. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm just imagining it's like they just take it off, and then all of a sudden it's like throwing a sausage down an alleyway. Yeah, it's just it's of, just it clatters no noisily to the ground. <laughs> it's a hula hoop on him. Yeah. <laughs> So, they really throw Jackson under the bus. Like they do. They just they're like, here you go. 
uh, volunteer as tribute. Yeah, giant <laughs> princess grabs him and she's like, yeah, split up. Great idea. I'll take this one, who she obviously is making goo-goo eyes at. And Grace acknowledges that Jackson is making, like, help me faces. And Grace is like, nah, this is the first emotion I've seen out of him, even if it is, <laughs> even if it is panic. <laughs> he's, um, he's like, I think he should be in his element because he knows how to flirt with women. And it is kind of probably a, one of his strong suits. But I think that she's so intimidating. But also she's 12. 13. 13 sorry yeah. 13 13 um yeah there's a lots of difference between a 12 year old absolutely in terms of legality um <laughs> yeah i'm like well he can't really flirt with her that's uncomfortable unless you're watching house of the dragon right now oh i have never been more into incest <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this isn't a spoiler. This isn't, I mean, it kind of is, but you've, you've all seen it online. Jon Snow and Daenerys were aunt and nephew. Yep. So, and Cersei and, Cersei and uh, Jamie were twins. Yeah. So, how weird is it for, I guess, creepy old, older uncle is a little weirder. No, he's Doctor Who. Time is messed up. Oh, okay. You're right. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um he got stuck in the future for a bit it's fine it's 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 all in the the subcontext he's he's seen some things <laughs> so um grace says uh the line my stomach flips a little at the british or at the british in his accent uh, amber my stomach is flipping a little at the british in your accent you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome the british would you here's the thing you don't read you don't read harry potter and they talk about someone with an american accent and then continuously comment on the american and their accent no because it's too normal for us to hear because it's all on our tvs and, and stuff Whereas British is like it's very much a novelty, I'm guessing for you. Yeah, <laughs> where like I I'm not anymore. I'm boring to you, but yeah, you've always um, been I'm boring to me, of, Amber. It's fine. <laughs> thanks, thanks. But like, I'm just imagining it more like you know when your husband uses the dad voice and you just get a bit like, yeah, I'm gonna sit sit down here for a bit. I think it's just anything that just has a bit more of a serious tone. Is the British. Is the British, because he say, he, she says that he put, whenever he has more emotion showing, his accent slips through. And I'm thinking that rather than her just being overly fantasizing about the accent itself, she's fantasizing about his emotions being more at the surface whenever it shines through. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. But at the same time, if my if my husband has like a little bit of a wobble and like has that like sort of I'm about to cry voice, that d doesn't make my stomach flip. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's uh, it's more of a oh dear. Do you want some water? You want some water? <laughs> Can I stroke your back with a broom? <laughs> <laughs> there, there. <laughs> uh, Amber and I have this mutual agreement that if either of us are upset, we're not obligated to try to solve each other's like upset we will we will occasionally try but we also know it's like like when my dog passed away i was just like i'm just gonna hide in my hole and i'll be okay once i get out you're not obligated to try to make me feel better <laughs> nope and it's a, it like we would do a terrible job of trying to make each other feel better because we would be more concerned about the fact that we are coming across so autistic <laughs> like it's like which is like we would be over focusing on how we are portraying ourselves than actually the outcome that we want <laughs> right am i being sincere right now do i seem sincere yeah it's like am i am i putting across that i care enough <laughs> right but also look at this thing that's super exciting that i'm doing <laughs> yeah like, you know what will cheer you up this cool thing that's going on in my life yep yeah yep the worst thing is when somebody says oh um it 
it might fit make you feel better but i'm also struggling and i'm like no that doesn't make me feel better <laughs> yeah doubling doubling up the struggle is not that doesn't fix anything yeah and usually the thing that they have is so minuscule in comparison you're just like no that doesn't really make me feel any better even if it is worse than what i'm currently going through your suffering will not lessen my suffering currently <laughs> yeah i don't have schadenfreunde and if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's um, taking enjoyment from watching someone fail. It depends on who it is. I keep a couple, I keep a couple like girls who were really mean to me and like all of my friends, like just the straight bullies in school. I keep them on my friends list just to watch them like repeat dating the same like shitty guys <laughs> from our school want, you want to see them burn yeah like, <laughs> crash and burn yeah like when i hear you know one of them say that Deshaun cheated on her for like the 50th time i'm just i'm just sitting there you know not not happy that it's that it's happening to them but it's it's like television to me you know the come <laughs> the comeuppance yeah yeah <laughs> so um they, they they eventually find this like little jewelry shop and I noticed that Grace's promise ring called to her even before Hudson bought it for her. Like, she's saying that she was really attracted and she couldn't... She was like, I had to actually distract myself from going over and touching it and asking to put it on. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I never picked that up before. <laughs> yeah. she's She felt like a, a natural attraction to that specific piece of jewellery. Mm. So... And it didn't sound like overly elegant or anything either. She said it was a flat band with runes on it. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, oh my God, the sparkle, look at the sparkle. Yeah, it wasn't like a big like diamond encrusted no. ring. It was something simple that, and you know, I was thinking about it. I guess this kind of goes into spoilers a wee bit, but we do have talk of stones with runes on them later in the book that are tied to her family. So I wonder if there's any connection there to any specific like runes or symbols when it comes to Grace. Yeah, like I, I feel like when, when, can't remember her name, the sales lady <laughs> um, said, oh, um, this ring like has chosen you. And I was like, I wonder whether all solar promise rings do, because Hudson suddenly had to come up with the promise then and there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if you weren't prepped for it? What if, like, you were walking around and your mate slash wife to be slash whoever just was immediately drawn to this piece of like jewelry that you then had to come up with a promise then and there that you were going to stick to what well, didn't as matter well. i would panic it didn't matter because grace was staring off into goo goo land anyway not even listening which i'm i'm still wondering whether that is normal or some magic taking place yeah yeah i don't know Hudson was whispering like he was talking, murmuring, talking to her like he was obviously stating his promise out loud. And Grace is just like, his eyes are blue, endless seas. Like, <laughs> not paying well, he, attention. Like, it had to be loud enough because the, the giant heard because she said, oh, wow, that was beautiful. Yeah. And then we, we have to read an, an, a whole entire other book all the way through until like the very last sentence to even know what the promise was. Yep. And it is not a promise to do the dishes every night. Yeah. Tracy. Because A, he never does dishes not once. Oh, do they have dishes? They're always eating pizza. Do they have dishes? No. It's like, do you have toasters? It's paper paper plates. <laughs> they use napkins and paper plates. <laughs> and little plastic spoons and forks. Yeah. So she she doesn't she doesn't know what he promised her. And is apparently very, very against asking him what he has promised. <laughs> and, and it was followed with the line, not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> yeah. I love it. In that I was like, that is a vehemence in that statement where she's like, I do not want to know what he promised me. Ah. Except she's all upset that she can't figure out if he actually feels something for her. Sending mixed mm. signals, Grace. 
Um, Mickey, he bought you jewelry. Yeah. Like, not- and like looked ecstatic that he could give you a gift and jumped up at the opportunity of buying it, even though it wasn't part of your um, like quest. Like they went into the jewelry shop for one thing and they came out with a gift for her. And not only that, it, it was done in quite a romantic way. Like the way he was talking, it wasn't an act. But she's an idiot. Yeah, she's just not paying attention. She's... No. Yeah. And then... At least she's not bringing up Jackson constantly anymore, though. That's true. That's, like, the last thing you want to do. Like, oh, my ex would never have done this for me. Oh, Mm. my ex got me a necklace once. You never hear about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) There was a real just awkward moment as well where... She came out of the jewelry shop wearing it, not really knowing the symbolism of it. And yet there's still something that still translates to the human world that it is. It's not like he's buying her a promise earrings or a promise Alice band or something like that, where like you think that it's really innocent and actually to the supernatural world, that's like marriage contract. But she just like strolls out like, yeah, he just bought me a pretty ring and promised me something. I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah. And then everybody else in the group is like, he, is, what is that? It's like walking out with an engagement ring and not bringing it up. Yeah, and even and e- the- Eden's the first that's like, I hope you know what you're doing. Yeah, because that's not just a, oh, you got engaged, you're an idiot. Um, you like he promised you something that gen- I think we work out that it is genuinely a magical contract. Like he has to abide by that promise. That's that's like going because, and getting your your high school sweetheart's name tattooed on you. Mm-hmm. Like that you can never ever remove it, and it's on your head. Yeah, yeah. On your on your forehead, in bubble writing. I've been married to my husband for we're we're going on. Will this be our 13th year? 12 years. 12 year anniversary. And uh, we we still, I, I would never get names. Though we did talk about getting little pinups of each other. <laughs> I want to do, I want, I want a little pinup of him with like the curly handlebar mustache, but I want him to look like one of those like little boxers that, you know, lifting the big giant dumbbell with the big circle like shape. Just be like really careful that he doesn't look like the Dorito man. The Dorito Man. No, uh, Pringles. Pringles. Oh, the Pringles Man. No, that would be perfect. I don't mind. <laughs> you want the Pringles Man? Yeah, I'll get. A, I'll get. A, I'll get the Pringles Man. I'll get a Pringles Man tattoo. That's fine. <laughs> um. So the scene, they they all uh, walk around the market, and Grace ends up eating way too much food. And I was just like, hee hee, Thanksgiving. If the Moors be like, because when Am- <laughs> when Amber was here. Um, our portion sizes in the U.S. are a lot bigger than they are across the pond. And every time we went to eat somewhere, Amber was like, it's so much food. I can't like, eat it anymore. Stop giving me food. That's all, that's all we did was eat the, like, the whole time that she was here. It's, it, was like, it was like Harry Potter and I almost said Harry Potter and Gandalf. Yes, just like <laughs> Harry Potter and Gandalf. <laughs> It was like Harry Potter and Dumbledore, just like, don't make me eat it. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was like wondering where you were going with that. (laughs) It's just like Harry Potter and I'm like, they starved him and put him in a cupboard. (laughs) What are you going on about? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway. um. Yeah, like she goes back to this group and they're all like, "Um, you do realise that that's the promise like usually saved for like a hundred year anniversaries and she doesn't even miss a beat she's just like yep (laughs) not going oh my god what did hudson do she's like no not today saying not today i am filing that away in the cabinet of things i will never ask Uh, she's in denial yeah because she's still got some hope that like things with her and jackson were are gonna work out why he's rubbish i agree (laughs) especially now yeah 
he's shacking up with some 13 year old oh no <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't I, he doesn't seem very willing. He seems uh he seems in a dead panic about it. But don't they they leave him again? Don't they just leave him with her they just take off and go to the the tree where yes. Falia lives? And they just yes. they just bail on him. You can just imagine the conversation now. But my mother says that don't worry, you don't have to bed me until I <laughs> <laughs> oh god meanwhile jackson's like oh shit what have i done save me M- macy's there macy's there to supervise it's fine she, she ain't supervising she's letting things burn she's like this is great <laughs> retribution it's like you done my friend day and i'm like she she's not gonna save Jackson from unnecessary uncomfortability. No, especially she's, she's gonna she's gonna sit there and go. <laughs> Lil. Well, when you look at it like a you know when it's like a little girl flirting, it, it's 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 like a you know it, it's cute. It's just the only reason that it's cute until it becomes harassment. Right. It's only scary in this case because the little girl is a giant. <laughs> <laughs> so. She's yeah. she's quite she's quite lord. She's also she's quite an intimidating um, personality as well. Yeah, she's like not taking no for an answer. She's just like grabbing Jackson's hand. Come on, let's go. She's not like any other thirteen year old I know. Most thirteen year olds I know are moody bitches. Uh, mine is mine is uh, only ten, and she's she, hides in her room. She's already <laughs> got a boot a mood going on. Yeah. The way the way that this giant is acting is is like a like an eight year old, you know. When there's like, there is nothing wrong with the universe, they're just like, "Come on, let's go. We'll go build Legos." <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing is wrong with anything. They're just gonna have happy to do whatever. What do you have to stress about in a giant village on market day of all times? Deforestation. Deforestation. <laughs> Climate um, change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, do you think, like, because they seem to be eating turkeys. Big ones. But then are they normal-sized turkeys, or are they giant, souped-up turkeys? Well, we do have we do have some pretty big turkeys here. Uh, maybe they're, like, tur- maybe their turkeys are, like, chicken nuggets to them. Mm. That would make more sense. Interesting theory. It's like they're just crunching them up, bones and all. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're like, um, I think they're called like Sultan Boca or something. No, I, I think it's something, I think it's called something else. But there's like, in Italy, they eat these tiny, tiny, tiny little birds. Um, and they're so delicately cooked and they're so small that you can eat them whole because the bones are so fragile and thin that they're kind of like fish bones. Oh. And um, I just imagine them just like, come crunch. And you're like, hey. <laughs> I don't want to eat anything whole. They were like, do you want to try one? And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. I will try most things, but no. You don't You don't okay. eat animals that look like animals. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I eat a whole fish. I won't eat the head or the eye or the tail, but I don't mind eating from it. Okay. Um, mm. But if you served me up a pig, like a whole pig... <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm not eating the ears, though. The nose. I'll give them to my dogs. The trotters, again, to my dogs. But if you gave me a whole bird and told me to put the whole thing in my mouth in one go... No. No. There aren't any... There aren't Mm -mm. very many occasions where you eat an entire animal, aside from, like, shrimp. You don't... Again. No, you don't know. You remove all the shells. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no skeleton in my mouth. I'm all right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want any sea bugs in my mouth either. <laughs> I've, yeah, nope. we, we, we've we've established that Amber's uh, nope. Not big on the seafood. Mm-mm. All right. Are you ready to get into spoilers? Yes. Ah, woo woo. Okay. Today's spoilers are almost all court. So. And they're all well, yours. to be honest, there's not much left of cover to spoil. <laughs> no, no, there's not. All right, go. Yeah. you go ahead, and I, a lot of my spoilers were the same as yours, so. 
Um, so first of all, I don't think that they would have been able to get into the giant city without Grace. Like the way she healed the tree. I'm imagining that just the use of earth magic opened that door because no one had done anything up until that point. Yeah. Why doesn't she heal Folia's tree if it's all sad and looking diseased? Because there's a difference between a hurt tree and a depressed tree. Oh, she needs some magical antidepressants. Yeah. She hasn't quite got to that class yet. Okay. In, in tree first aid. The magical Zoloft. <laughs> got it. Um, yeah, the, the way that she kind of peeled the tree, then flowers happened, and then like, oh, look, magical city. No one, no one brings that back up. <laughs> no, and that's... No one. Um, but I also think that... Um, because the army then come and get them, don't they? And they got like a back door of the giant city. Pretty sure. Wait, what? What was that? Um, so they snuck out. Yeah. From Katmere to go to the giant city, and then uh, Cyrus's guards meet them at the at the giant city to try and get them. And they sneak like through the back, right? Yes, but I'm wondering whether Grace just, she opened the door, but didn't close the door. If oh, you get my word. and that's how Because they she's got an in. idiot. Okay. Because otherwise, how how would the guards have known where they'd gone? Yeah. These giants okay. have remained hidden for centuries. And then Grace goes, oh, look, a door. Maybe it's just I'm the... I'm going to uh, leave it wide open. Maybe only, I mean, I would assume that the paranormals know where the giants are. They didn't say that no giants have ever, or no no other paranormals have, have went to the city. So. Yeah. I don't and know. also I feel like they would have had like a big sign saying like, I don't, I, I, this giant village doesn't really even have a name. They're not really said like this is gigantic. The fur, the fur, the fur, um, the firmament. The firmament. The, the firmament is um like a name of a building. Well, it's the name of their whole thing, isn't it? Though they've named the whole city the firmament. We've named it Castle. Yeah, I see. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you on the theory. I, I, well, Let's just well, run with it. Well, I was thinking because like fir trees, I thought that it might have been like <laughs> a, like a joke on on like Tracy trying to make a funny. The fir, the fir on redwoods, fir trees. No. Uh, well, then that's a terrible, terrible joke. Well, so, a solely tree isn't a redwood tree. Uh, none of the other trees that they mentioned were. I don't think. No, and they've got names, like. There's bet there's a starla tree, a starla tree. Yep, that sounds like a like a a, a fancy like tableware. Like, oh, can you go fetch uh, the starla you're tree? Like, you're like the the pottery barn. Yeah, I I am the pottery barn. I'd like to think that mine's a quirky little art shop. In the rainbow and Valeris. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> Um, so when they're they're trying to get through to the giant city and they're getting like barricaded, the giants go, "I smell the gargoyle in you, but there's something more ancient." And you're like, "Whoa!" So she has a smell. Didn't the werewolves smell her in Crave. as well? Yeah. She's not going to people who can smell her. She's going to, like... Like, vampires have never said anything about smell. It, that's a twilight thing. That's a twilight vampire. Yeah. And apparently dragons can't smell much either, apparently. Well... Because they don't really use scent. Yeah, and they ask her... Uh, they... I think it's the lady who makes the cauldrons yeah she asks grace um what her parents were and she said that my dad was a warlock but my mom was a human and she's like are you sure about that she's like hey, we'll find out next time yeah find out like in the soap next opera. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I, f I feel like she should have gone like hmm, clearly there's a smell about me let's go and find someone who can sniff me 
Who's but then, to be honest, the only people that seem to be able to do that are giants and werewolves, which don't seem to be easily accessible. No. But she doesn't really pocket that information and use it later whenever she is with a werewolf she, or another giant. She never does. No. She's like, by the way, I am a gargoyle, but apparently there is something else. Because in the prison, she, her gargoyle was removed. Did that also remove the smell? How do smells work? I don't know. I'm, but like, how can you smell a species? I'm assuming that the gargoyle wasn't fully removed. It was more of just a dormancy Maybe. type thing. Like the vampire, I'm assuming, has like that cell of like, you clearly have blood in your teeth kind of thing. It's like, like you smell. Like apparently Europeans smell of milk. What? To, to Indians, and I'm talking about my Indians, not your Indians, <laughs> my Indians. In India, we say that they smell quite like like spices and curry, right? Well, that would make but sense if they're if that's yeah, yeah, how they're yeah. cooking. Yeah. Well, apparently, we smell like milk. What? Yeah. Well, I'll sniff you next time. I'm like, so the tea didn't make it, but the milk from the tea did. Oh. But yeah. And I'm just wondering whether it's like a like a diet thing. Like a diet and thing. And then like they like the, they can smell the vampires, they can smell like iron and things like that because they, they, they smell like blood. And then dragons, I thought like maybe they smell like, like smoke and like fire. And, and, and then like werewolves smell like dogs. And then um, witches smell like potions. <laughs> Gargoyles, what do you smell like? I smell like rock. <laughs> because they eat rocks. Yum, 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 I yum, smell yum. like pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, we could bring out like a scent range. Like, was the eau de parfum, eau de toilette, gargoyle? <laughs> you smell it and like this doesn't smell like anything it's, exactly this smells like mossy pebbles <laughs> mossy pebbles sounds like a cereal yeah delicious i think we should do it mossy pebbles we should bring out our own uh, our own perfume range oh god <laughs> oh yeah um and then uh yeah so we we do find out what hudson did promise her um at the end of court and I was so disappointed. <laughs> Only because we made a joke about it. We Before we read Court, we made a joke where we were like, man, I hope he doesn't say, like, I promise to love you forever. And then we get to the, to the end of Court, and it was basically the equivalent of, I promise to love you forever. Right, so if... I if our world was magical and there was such a thing as a surly promise ring and I had to make a promise to my husband, my husband, husband, <laughs> husband, your husband, I would never promise that. Because a love in a couple is not unconditional. You can say that to your daughter. You can say that to your son. Oh, yeah. You can say that to your pet. You can say that to your mum. You cannot say that about a partner because partners come and go. There's they might be with you forever, but there's definitely moments in a, in a relationship where you are challenged. There are standards <laughs> to uphold. And if you tell someone, like, it's one of those cute things that you say, like, we'll be together forever and that's fine. But in your own head, you should remember that if they ever decide to hurt you or cheat on you or treat you badly or, you know, or a relationship. You are allowed to fall out of love with someone, but he has literally promised that no matter what, no matter what Grace does, says, acts like, behaves, like no matter what she does, even if that act is reprehensible, he will always love her. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's, that's a big promise. And you're putting a lot of um, responsibility on Grace as well. Because if she knows that he will be harmed at any point where he is not able to fulfill that promise. Like, for example, we find out that the giant couple, Falia and 
Let's begin with V. What was his name? Uh, her husband, the blacksmith. Blacksmith guy. It's not blacksmith guy. Is is in the prison, mm-hmm. and he is unable to fulfill his promise every single day that he is not there. Vic- and Rem- his Victor. wife will never be able to settle or or rest or die because that promise is left unfulfilled. What happens if she does something and he falls out of love with her or he begins to love someone else? Like, who ends up being the one that gets hurt? Well, they're mated, so I'm assuming that the chances of that are going to be minimal, at least in this universe. Yeah, but Cyrus and Delilah are mated. I was going to say, but it doesn't mean that one of them couldn't decide to turn into a tool. Mm. Yeah. But either way, it was a, it was a stupid promise. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, guys. Don't make don't it. Don't magically put a binding magical contract on the fact that you will love someone forever, because guaranteed there will be a moment where you go, I hate you today. Yeah. No mortal promises. No. Just just avoid avoid the emot- the eternal promises entirely, to be honest, because I don't think that there is any one thing that I would be able to promise any one person, because the moment that I say it, I know that there's going to be a moment where I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. I was like, um, I promise that I will never smoke ever again. It's like, dude, that's what, what, who does that benefit? Like, you don't smoke anyway. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, okay. Like, nothing with a weight behind it would be able to be said because I would panic and go, oh, God, no, I can't do that. Yeah. It's like the moment that you, the moment that you have that responsibility of a, a pet as well. Like, for example, I got guinea pigs. I love guinea pigs 100%. Uh, I've had them four months. I'm already bored of cleaning them out. <laughs> I still have to. And I do it begrudgingly. But when I took them on, I I made that promise that I was going to look after them and cherish them and make sure that they were always clean and fed and watered. But, oh, my God, it's such a chore. Can you imagine that that, like, becomes it? Not because of your own dedication to something, but because of a binding contract that you said in a lust-filled moment or a love-filled moment that you'd never be able to get back again. So pregnancy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Un- unwanted circumstances. <laughs> There's lots of Game of Thrones references here today. Uh, all right. Um, Next, and choice. then yeah, my final one was we never get that closure of finding out whether Mister Giant Big Man Blacksmith dude managed to get home. No, I'm hoping that we get. I'm hoping that we get to go back like and see him reunited with his wife and them living happy with you know making cookies or dying or dying yeah like sometimes that might be a more beautiful moment where he goes home and they're finally able to just die finally that was that's that's a morbid way to look at it i've escaped prison to (laughs) let me die in peace yeah, like like they go they're like thousands of years old. He's been in prison for a thousand years. It's like Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> forever learning how to play golf. <laughs> just stuck forever. Ready to die. <laughs> I just want to die. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that a life of immortality would uh I, I I don't know. I don't think that I would seek a mortal life. Would I extend my life by some time? Yeah, probably no. a little bit. No, no, not if it doesn't come with the benefit of health that I have currently. Oh yeah, if I shrivel into a raisin, like no, <laughs> like start losing your sanity, like dementia, Alzheimer's, like incontinence, like all those problems that people go like, I want to live forever, and you're like, yeah, but you're living forever at your current state. Yeah, no, I, I I would not want to age like, to that my degree. My knees already hurt. Yeah, I don't want that to go further, but it's going to. Wait, yeah, this was quite an episode. <laughs> Cheery. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the bedtime stories. <laughs> um, guys, that was episode 
54, I, I guess. Um, thanks for hanging out. And the chap, then the chat did, did we, did we say the chapters that we read? Yeah. At the beginning. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool, uh, cool, cool. next week we should be entering Falia's cool little tree house and learning what's going on with the blacksmith. So, and baking cookies and making cookies. So, yeah. cookies. All right, guys. Thanks so much for <laughs> listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.